Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, discoveries, and yes, sometimes questions. This week, our devotions correspond with Chapter 4, Seeing in His Teachings. Today's podcast is from Daniel Holsey. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. Our scripture for today is Matthew six twenty five through 33. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to the span of your life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For as the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. In seeing with Jesus, 
Jack Glasgow makes a good point about noting Jesus' priorities when reading through the Gospels. We should try to see the world with his priorities. Whenever I think about priorities, Matthew 6 almost always comes to the forefront of my mind. Do not worry about your life, but seek first the kingdom of God. Seeking the kingdom of God is clearly the priority, and I think it's an umbrella concept. In seeing with Jesus, Glasgow talks about Jesus' priorities in seeking to care for the poor and disenfranchised. That's certainly one of Jesus' priorities. But I do think that caring for the poor fits under the larger umbrella of seeking the kingdom of God. But I am worried that I am predisposed to worry, and that worry might get in my way. You see, my maternal grandmother, Granny Wooten to me, was a world-class warrior. And if worrying about something or someone was an Olympic sport, she would have been a definite threat to meddle in that event. This is a woman who answered the phone not with hello or how are you, but what's wrong? Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea here. I want to interject something that Granny Wooten was an absolute blast to be around. She had a spark and a joy in life that was absolutely remarkable and would appear impossible to someone looking in from the outside given the difficult circumstances of her life. And in fact, she was often the first to laugh at the often ridiculous nature of her worry. I remember a time when I took my then-new girlfriend, Sharon, who is now my wife, to see Granny. At some point in the visit, Granny started telling a story about how her son, Jimmy, snuck off to the Chattahoochee River to go swimming. But she had told Jimmy to not go swimming. You see, Granny Wooten didn't like, she didn't like water. She didn't care much for boats, or airplanes for that matter. The solid ground was her friend. But Jimmy had went swimming, and Granny was enumerating all the things that could have gone wrong. Sharon was nodding her head and agreeing like most people would do when they were getting to know their significant other's family. But I realized there was an important point of context missing from Granny's story. I interjected, Granny, how old was Jimmy when he did this? Indignant, she responded, he was only 21, and we all busted out in laughter. As time had passed, my mother has developed some of her own mother's tendencies. She hears a common refrain from my sister and myself, you sound like Granny Wooten, so what's going to happen to me as I age? Now, Granny's worry mostly revolved around physical danger. A cursory glance at my life might suggest that I didn't inherit her worry, and it's true that I have a different relationship with risk than most in regard to physical dangers. I spent much of my early 20s giving my granny fits doing really stupid things outdoors. In my defense, granny sometimes considered hiking alone an intolerable danger. But if I'm honest with myself, man, do I worry. My worry doesn't really revolve around physical dangers, but is of a more insidious nature. In our market-driven world, I admit to constantly worrying about whether I'm doing enough. Are the numbers in my bank account large enough? Do I have enough saved for a rainy day? How am I going to be able to help my kids with college if they want to go? In our most current context, here on March 2022, how am I going to literally get to where I need to go? Have you seen the gas prices? If I'm honest, too many of my days are riddled with worry and anxiety. You can imagine how this worry might get in my way when I'm presented with an opportunity to seek God's kingdom with the resources I have available to me. Too often, my initial response is, but I had other plans for that. I have my own priorities. Now, I don't think the concern for the well-being of myself and my family is a problem in isolation. The question is whether my concern keeps me from truly seeking the kingdom of God. What if God had called my granny to be a foreign missionary? Well, the two options would have had to been Canada or Central America because she wasn't getting on a boat or airplane. But even then, it's not that concerns for physical, financial, mental, or emotional well-being are out of place. The question is whether they are in the proper place. And that's a central point of this exercise of developing a Jesus worldview. 
We should read and pay attention to the teachings of Jesus found in the Gospels. We should note his priorities. If we have internalized those teachings through reading and prayer, then when my worries rise up, the words of Jesus from Matthew 6 hopefully interrupt the cycle and bring me pause. God has promised to take care of me. It might not look exactly like I want it to, but God clothes the flowers of the field, and how could I think that he would not clothe me as I seek his kingdom? This takes study and prayer. It takes the guidance of the Holy Spirit. With the help of the Spirit, we should examine our own worries and concerns and think of how they might serve as obstacles to kingdom life. And in that process, we are trying to align our priorities with Jesus' priorities. I don't think that we'll ever be rid of our worries on this side of eternity, but hopefully we will arrive at a point where when we are presented with opportunities to seek the kingdom, to love God, to love our neighbor, to bear one another's burdens, I pray that we will be able to say, God, I trust you. And despite our worry, we step out into the void in hope of something bigger, something better, something greater. Let us pray. God, we certainly have our worries and our fears. Help us. Help us to see your provision in our lives. Help us to trust that your care and concern is bigger than our worries. Give us the wisdom and the strength to align our priorities with your priorities and go forward unencumbered to seek your kingdom first above all things. Amen.